It's the second Sunday of Easter here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is April 28, 2019. Today's readings come from Acts, chapter 5, verses 12 through 16, as well as Revelation, chapter 1, verses 9 through 11a, 12 through 13, and 17 through 19. The Gospel proclamation comes from John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Amershek. In the following reading from the Acts of the Apostles, it gives us an account of how the early Christians inspired and attracted people to join them. What do we do in our day to inspire and invite new members to join our church community? A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Many signs and wonders were done among the people through the apostles, and the believers were all together in Solomon's Partico. None of the rest dared to join them, but the people held them in high esteem. Yet more than ever, believers were added to the Lord, great numbers of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, in order that Peter's shadow might fall on them as he came by. A great number of people would also gather from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits, and they were cured. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The mystic vision of St. John, recorded in the book of Revelation, invites us to believe in Christ Jesus, raised from the dead. Our belief in the resurrection of Christ should be the real difference maker in our lives. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, your brother, who share with you in Jesus the persecution and the kingdom and the patient endurance was on the island called Portico, Patamos. Because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, Write in the book what you see and send it to the seven churches. Then I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me. And on turning, I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the lampstands, I saw one like the Son of Man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash across his chest. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he placed his hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. I was dead, but see, I am alive forever and ever, and I have the key of death and of Hades. Now write what you have seen, what is and what is to take place after this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. 
on the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger into his nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and see my hands, and bring your hand, and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. You have the words of everlasting life. The disciples were afraid. The disciples that we meet in today's gospel reading were afraid because if the terrible thing that happened to Jesus could happen to Jesus, what could happen to them? What terrible things could happen to them? And they locked the doors because they were afraid. But locked doors can't keep Jesus out. Locked doors can't stop the risen Christ from entering into people's lives. Closed hearts can. Minds that just refuse to, to allow the resurrection to enter in, that can keep risen Christ away, but not fear. The risen Christ is much stronger than our fear, whatever that fear might be. 
The story always makes me wonder, where was Thomas the first Easter? Where was he? Now, it could be that they were so afraid, they, they scattered. Uh, Ron Rollheiser describes the road to Emmaus. Emmaus was like Las Vegas in those days, so they were heading out. They were just running away. Where was Thomas that first Easter? After being here as your pastor for 10 years, uh, I'm going to guess that Thomas's granddaughter had, uh, she was in one of those traveling soccer teams, and she had a game that day in Ohio. It's always Ohio. Mike, we can't be here because she's going to be, she has a game in Ohio. So, I'm guessing that Thomas and his family uh, were in Ohio for a soccer game. What did he miss? He missed the experience of the risen Christ. (laughs) When we don't come, when we're at our granddaughter's soccer game in Ohio, what do we miss? People confess that I miss math. And my question has come to be, Did you really miss it? What is it that you missed? The story that we heard today from John's gospel speaks to us of how the risen Christ is present to us. The risen Christ is present in the word of God in scripture. When we're not here, when we don't gather, we're going to miss God's presence, Christ's presence in the Word. The risen Christ is present in the community. We need each other. We need people whose name we know. Thanks for wearing your name, Todd. I appreciate that. We need to know each other because there's something in our life experience, our faith experience, that strengthens our own faith. We need music that inspires. We need melody and word that speak to our hearts. Nothing gets in there better than music. Now you'll say, well, you like to sing, but it's a human thing. Music helps us. It allows the word of God, the truth of Jesus Christ to enter. And we need to know in knowing each other that the risen Christ lives in each one of us and strengthens us to do the will of God. Jesus brought healing. Jesus fed the hungry. Jesus forgave those who hurt. He forgave those who had made wrong turns in their lives. And that's who we are. We're the community who, by our care, brings healing. We feed the hungry. We forgive those who hurt us. And we live his life. When Thomas gathered with the community after his granddaughter's soccer tournament in Ohio, is Cleveland? Usually 
Akron or Dayton, somewhere. Somewhere in Ohio, when Thomas got back, he experienced the risen Christ in the presence of the community. So do we. If our ears are open and our eyes are open and our hearts are opened, you and I meet and come to know the risen Christ. Can you think of anything better? Can you think of any other way we can come to know the risen one? Our response, like Thomas, when we gather here and our heads and our hearts are into it, in word, in Eucharist, in sung prayer, in the care we have for each other, like Thomas, we say, my Lord and my God. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.